I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplained regard to absolute nothing. This week is episode 36. 36 it is. It is. What's it about, Connor? And we're talking about weddings today. Weddings, yay! Weddings, stick around if you want to hear more. First things first, Dad. Yep. What the hell happened in that intro? Why was my voice so high? I don't know. You went to sort of a smashy and nicey sort of territory there. Yeah. 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 DJ. All right. Next thing. Yeah. Nice hair. Oh, nice hair. Thanks. Right back at you. Yeah, we said that last time we had a haircut just before we recorded the podcast. So oh, I thought right, we'd do okay. it again. Well, they're wedding haircuts, aren't they? Wedding Carl? haircuts. Appropriate for a wedding podcast. Yes. A wedding podcast that will be coming out a day after a wedding. A day after a very special wedding. It's a very special wedding for a very special lady. A very special lady. So, a very special man. Um, so, with this particular podcast, it is quite strange that we're recording it before the wedding. Yeah. It will be going out after the wedding. Yeah. Because, we, we, one, if we were recording it after the wedding, it might not make any sense, or during the wedding, if it might not make any sense. We yeah. don't want to take away from the wedding. Because we know our, our podcast is really big and we don't want to take away from the big day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as if. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. So in a weird way, it's a celebration of that wedding before it to go out after it. Yeah. Yeah. And whose wedding is it? It's the wedding of Annie and Chris. Yes. My sister. My daughter. Not well. Is Chris your daughter and Annie's my sister? Or no, not not right. your sister and and my daughter. It's my daughter and your sister marrying Chris. And who whose daughter my, is he? He's, uh, <laughs> he's nobody's daughter. Uh, he will be my son. Only joking, Chris. And your brother-in-law. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. I'm glad we got that straight. Yep. Right. Now what? Let's now talk about what? weddings, I guess. We're talking about weddings, yeah. Yeah. Du, 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 du. Yeah. Weddings. Yeah. Where, where do you, where would you like to start with weddings? You'd start wherever you want to start, Connor. <laughs> well, I've never I've well, I've been to a wedding, but I wasn't at your wedding. Um No, I know you've banged on about that before, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Last uh, not last podcast, podcast before. It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you've been to weddings, though. I've been to weddings. I've been to a handful of weddings. One of the weddings was with my um, aunt and uncle, and I was sick throughout the whole wedding. That's very true, and I miss yep. most of that wedding because of that as well. Me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was another wedding. Uh, my for other aunt and uncle. uncle. And what happened there? We were late. We were late because <laughs> we missed traffic. the wedding. <laughs> um, but we danced the night away. We danced very the sorry. night away. And we did, Andrew. Oh, no, no, I think it was... Because I know Andrew listens, so I'll say yeah, podcast yeah. to Andrew. Yeah, no, no, uh, both of those weddings, fantastic. Um, yeah, from what I saw, they were great. Yeah, all right, for the bits we actually were at, yeah, they were great, yeah. Um, have I been to any other weddings? I can't remember any other uh, weddings. You've been to other weddings, I'm sure you have, but I can't for the life of me think of it at the moment. I feel like that's it. Oh, do you? So I've never fully been for a whole successful Well, wedding. this wedding... It will be um, something to be remembered anyway, because you've got roles within this wedding, haven't you? What or, kind of roles? Sausage rolls? Yeah, within <laughs> the wedding that's just happened. So what what are you doing for the wedding that's coming up? Well, first of all, yeah. I did something already. Yes. 
I, I designed the wedding invitations. Oh, cool. I knew that. I don't know why I'm saying it. And like if anyone's listening who's got a wedding invitation, I hid some pictures in it. See if you can find them. Yes. Rude yes. pictures. <laughs> rude pictures. <laughs> well, um, so this wedding is very much Beauty and the Beast themed. It is Beauty and... Well... It's not spoilers anymore, really, because... Because it's happened. Because it's already happened to yeah. anyone who was it's there. Not, it's not sort of in-your-face Beauty and the Beast no. themed, but it's it's um, it's certainly got touches of that. It's worth because mentioning it's that Annie's favourite film... Annie's favourite film, and, you know, from when she was a, a little little girl... Uh, when it came she out, she still is a little girl. No, she is a little girl. She's a little woman now. She's five foot. Little married woman five now. Five foot one. I would say five four foot one. Four foot six. <laughs> In between three those two. Yeah, three foot two. Foot one. <laughs> five inches. <laughs> I'm, uh, no, I can't go lower than that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, excuse get me. Get a bit emotional. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what. What were we saying? Um, oh well, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast themes, <laughs> where we had a sort of a, some oh, yeah. sort of bartering on there how tall so, Annie was. So it's Beauty and the Beast themed, yep. and so, uh, well, when she a while back, I drew her a picture of the rose from Beauty and the Beast. You and, did, and she requested that when I she asked if I could do the invitations for her. Yeah, she said, "Well, could you incorporate the rose in it somehow?" And what I did is I put the rose in the middle, and then I did. I made made the rose into almost like a um, I made the rose smaller, and made it into a bit of like a um, a bush like thing in the background. A bush like thing bush-like in the background. Thing, yeah, I like seem to remember these being bush. really good. So that yeah. you're not selling that particularly well. No, not we're looking for work well. and doing other people's yeah, invitations. Well. And then because it was so beautiful and the beast themed, this is where the hidden pictures come in. I thought, well, Chris, um, he. I'm sure he enjoys the film Beauty and the Beast, but he's probably a bit more into other things. Yeah, he so is. I knew he liked quite like dinosaurs yeah. of some kind, so I hid a T-Rex in there, see if you can find that, anyone. Um, I also hid this, the CTGH Studios logo in there, which is my little small brand, <laughs> brand in quotation, because right. <laughs> um, I sign everything CTGH, that yeah. I draw and do everything. Your initials. Yeah. Um, so... I've made a little studios thing and that goes in the corner. That's what I also put the um, the podcast under as well. And I also hid in a lightsaber because he really likes Star Wars. Right. Yeah. And one his, his favourite Pokemon, he had Bulbasaur in there as well. I drew a little picture of Bulbasaur and put that in there as well. Wow. Yeah. So um, if any of the listeners it's have got seen special touches, you can then. find it. But yeah, they've got that. And um, that's not the only role I'm playing in the in the... Well, that's that's where I played before the wedding. Yeah. Um, during the ceremony, uh, well, during the wedding, I'll be witness. Yes. One of the witnesses. So I basically get to say witness for the defence or the. I, the <laughs> yeah, I get to say well, I think uh, well, I was there and I watched them get married. <laughs> they definitely are married. They're definitely married. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, I've got a job with you as well. You've got a job with me. What have you job have you got with me then? Well, we are due to be walking Annie down the aisle. We are. As long as the aisle's big enough. Otherwise I'll let you do it. But Oh, it'll be fine. But <laughs> yes, yeah, we're both gonna be walking her down the aisle, which is really lovely. But I've been told I'm not allowed to be in the middle. No, and we're not allowed to swing her. And we're not allowed to swing it. And uh, that'd be very easy, though. She's only six feet. Six feet? No, six, six feet. Six feet tall now. <laughs> she's, got, um, she's grown. She's getting so she's big. She's getting so big. Oh, bless her. Um, yes, so that'll be lovely. The two of us walking her down the aisle will be a, a pretty special moment. I mean... What? The Amazon what do you mean you don't know that one? That one? I, I'm not discussing it with you, am I? I'm going to be honest. In future but episodes, out. I, I might end up turning that off in future episodes because he's done it so many times It now. does. He doesn't usually talk. It just flashes at us. Yeah, flashes us. Well, anyway, ooh, before ooh. I was rudely interrupted, uh, yes, it will be a really special thing. It's a real honour to uh, walk her down the aisle. So yeah. I cannot wait. I mean, obviously, that's not the only thing. Obviously, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And and incredible dancing I'll be doing as well. Oh, without oh, and a doubt. And he said as well, because she's driving to Isle of Wight the next day yeah. for a honeymoon, uh, she is, which would be today, so if she's listening to it, have a nice honeymoon. As, as, bon voyage. If she's listening to it. As they say as in the Isle of Wight, because they speak yeah, French they speak in the Isle of Wight. Don't forget your passports. Yep. 
dad once lied to me, prayed a prank <laughs> on each of us and told me that um, they spoke French the other way. So I took my English to French dictionary thing. Everybody had their passports. Becky told Becky that they needed their passports and told Annie that there was a time difference. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's that's a different story for another time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I hope you're enjoying your trip to Isle of Wight. Um, what was I saying? You were saying about your roles. I have obviously Ooh. the same. Oh, yeah. So my roles is she's she's expecting to be given lots of drink. While she's there because people keep buying the bride drink and stuff right. like that. So, and it's good this is going out afterwards because it would have already happened. She's intending to give those drinks to other people. So I thought I'd just hang around Nanny and give her drinks. You're going to hang around Nanny and then distribute, sell drinks yourself to people. I could sell them or I could just drink them. Yeah. Well, you know, see how you go, eh? <laughs> we'll see how I'm doing. I'm not sure that what Annie drinks is what you drink, so. No, I don't think so. But if you've drunk enough, it doesn't matter. No, fair enough. Yes, so no, that's really good, and a real honour to do that. I'll be walking her down the aisle with you. Um, obviously, I've got to make a speech. Yeah. Um, where I've got to talk about my daughter, and uh, you know, try and hold it together without bawling my eyes out, which I think is going to be um, a very, very difficult thing to do. I think. If we get through the ceremony and into the through the speeches and then into the evening, we'll probably be so exhausted emotionally that we'll all have to go and have a lie down in our rooms and yeah. and sleep it off for a while. Well, well, there's there's this thing that I think you will get emotional, but I I will be honest. I don't normally cry. I cry in certain circumstances, but I don't cry at all those kind of things um, all that often. Yeah. However, when I see you cry. Is sometimes but it ticks, uh, that ticks me off. <laughs> it ticks you off. Really it annoys you. Really irritates me when you cry. Why are yeah. you crying? Um, no, when you cry, that normally gets me. Like uh, at a funeral, we did oh, yes, his funeral, yeah, yeah. and you did the well, little eulogy thing. Get yourself prepared for a Mexican wow, because <laughs> one of us will start, and then it's going to spread all the way around. That, that should we pre-record it just in case you don't make it through? What my speech? Yeah. Yeah, we could do. Hologram or something. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just got yeah. to get that. Or we record a podcast and release it the next day. All right. Fair enough. But not with the speech in it. One of the things I've um, also done is record the music for it, which um, has been a challenge. Yeah. Um, there's sort of three pieces of music, two pieces that are sort of joined for the beginning when we walk in. And one as we walk out of the the hall, um, so that's going to be strange to hear as well. Yeah, um, knowing it's me playing the piano on "Here Comes the Bride" and and uh, well, I can say it now because people have been there. Taylor's oldest time. And if they didn't get that, then then now that it's a reference point for them. Yeah, and then and, um, as we walk out, just um, just to make it clear, a uh, better half of me, and a better half of you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, and just to make it clear that um, you weren't, I wasn't necessarily meant to know about those, but I helped you digitally master it. Yes, so. but Annie knows that as so well. So just, she's aware of the fact that it's very difficult to be in a house yeah. and learn, practice and record the same songs. And can I just say at this point, and I've already admitted this to Annie, that if I hear Here Comes a Bride... Or tell us old of time again. I may go on some sort of um, mad spree, murdering spree, because I cannot listen to them anymore. I'm sure after a little while it'll be okay, but not for a little while. Well, I think I'm going to let you in on a little spoiler. Yes? Um, well, as at this point, it would have been yesterday, but on Saturday, you're likely going to be hearing them again. I know that. Sorry, I'm having a bit of tea because I've got a bit of a sore throat at the got moment. Got a little bit of um, So, yeah, I, I'm aware of that. Yes, I am very yeah. aware of that. But there you go. I might play it to you um, after this podcast. Oh, thanks. Just, I'm going to play them on loop until Saturday. What do you okay, think of that? Be or nice. in the car journey on the way there. To be honest, when I shut my eyes, uh, that's all I hear anyway. The same thing over and over normally again. Normally, people would shut their eyes, they see something. But No, 
it shut my eyes and going through my head is the same songs on an endless loop. But look, let's not take it away. Hopefully it will be a wonderful start to that ceremony for us all. A personal touch with the invitations, with the music. That's really quite nice. Becky's a bridesmaid. Mum's doing interpretive some dance. interpretive dance, apparently, and she's very good at it. She's yeah. been doing a couple of impromptu um Let's hope that routines. happens, because Annie doesn't know about that one. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Keep that quiet. I've got to buy her the ribbons so she can dance around with those. We've got that other thing that we can mention now. Like a demented we, we can mention Morris on this, dancer. Oh, right. <laughs> we can mention on this podcast the other thing that we've planned. Which is what? Which the T-shirts. Ah, yes. Is, because I feel wrong talking about this, because it's one we've really kept secret. But, but it will be secret up until then, unless you... you it'll, be, uh, it'll be secret up until the day before this podcast goes out. It just feels wrong saying it now, because we're in the future. Anyway, we, I also designed some t-shirts. Yes, you did. Which have things like Brother of the Bride written on them, and I've drawn a picture of Annie, like a minimalist picture of Annie and a minimalist picture of me. Done it for you, Father of the Bride, Mum, Mother of the Bride, a Becky, Sister of Bride. And I've also done uh, Sam... His uh, boyfriend of the Look sister of the bride. Right, yeah. His t-shirt's pretty long in yeah. the text. Yeah, he can but put yeah. a belt round it and wear it as a little summer dress. Yeah, yeah, he could. And he probably in fact, will. Yeah, he will. Um, so, yeah, um, really, you've done quite well then, artistically wise. I've <laughs> just enjoyed her. You're doing the invitation yep. with your quiz. And you, are you, is there any prize for your... Because you, there's things like, uh, you said lights over there, all little, and some rude drawings in there. Is there any prizes no for your Where's Willie competition? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just for fun then, is it? Yeah, just for fun. Just okay. one the Willies for fun. Every day, in every way, the things people do, the things people say, just irritate me, please sedate me. These are the things that really get my goat. <coughs> Toffee fee. The worst name for a confectionery, and I include Snickers in that. Looks terrible, only a handful in there, and I don't believe anyone really buys them. Well, you mentioned my wedding uh, that you didn't turn up to. Um, Wasn't invited. No, no, quite. So, I mean... But if you look in the photos now, I did time travel and I am in them. Oh, so. are you? I'll go give that a look. Yeah. Um, no, wonderful day. We discussed that in the time travel podcast. We did. Well yeah. done. Well, good callback. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Episode 34. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no, brilliant day. Um, really lovely. All went, all went off really well. Are you um, talking about, sorry, are you talking about yesterday or? Your I'm wedding talking about now? your wedding. My wedding. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about my wedding. I'm getting confused between weddings. Uh, we now. did sort of, it's weird really, because me and your mum lived together anyway. Your mum. Uh, your mum, <laughs> your yeah. Your mum. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, it's like an insult. I'll live with your mum. Um, so, yeah, we lived so together. That's your so, last night. But we still went our separate ways before the wedding for a couple of nights, just made it. And in fact, it was quite nice to do that. But that's not always practical. And, no, you know, and it's probably. Yeah. And that comes down to the sort of traditions that people would We've do. Because obviously, previously, people wouldn't have been living together anyway before they got that's married. That's true. That is very true. So it would have been totally different. And a tradition to be. And this is no problem, but the, you, the wedding would be wherever the bride grew up mm-hmm. obviously that's not happening or didn't happen Much that's absolutely fine despair. oh no no it's <laughs> no not it's fine mum's fine with it no it was, in fact i'm sure she's just upset that the only thing she's upset <coughs> by is how Excuse far me. away her daughter is living oh yeah but that's because you miss your you yeah. miss your your children anyway or some of them or one of them maybe you're not um, missing me but yeah so traditions and that i can't really think of anything else i, I did think did um mum throw the bouquet like it traditionally happens, but I don't even know if if that happened or not. She did um, wear white. She did wear white, yeah. Considering she'd got had two kids already, was a bit sort of um, of a cheek. But never mind. <laughs> Is that something to do with having kids? It's it's supposed to be a um, pure um, colour. 
it's supposed to be again harping back to the days when uh, how can I put this people wouldn't have relations before uh, when I mean relations I don't mean aunts and uncles cousins yeah. <laughs> but have, re- have relations before they were married so you know they'd be married in white yeah anyway moving on from that ghosts ghosts yeah, yeah. yeah ghosts um, but there's often ghostly brides I didn't realise that there were lots of other really weird traditions around the world as far as getting married was concerned. Would you like to hear some? You know what? That's exactly... That sounds exactly like what we want to Like we want to hear, hear. right. Let's go straight to China. China then. China. So what is termed as shooting the bride? Excellent. In China's yoga culture, and I do apologise to our Chinese followers there if I've pronounced that wrong. That's right, we've had Grooms zero listens in China so far. shoot their future brides with a bow and arrow. Excellent. <laughs> Albeit, minus the arrowheads. Three times they do this, the groom then breaks the arrows to ensure the couple stay in love forever. Right. Wow. I mean, it's there's a risk, you know, it's someone in the eye or something like yeah. that. Uh that's I mean, I would say, do they turn around? But then you've also got the risk of it going somewhere else. Yeah. Bullseye. <laughs> right, let's go straight on. a lot higher pitch voice. <laughs> Mauritania? In Mauritania... Is that, is that a place? I think so. Girls aged between 5 and 15 are sent to fat farms. Mm-hmm. Before, their, before their wedding... Good... good um, what do you call it in... When you put commas and punctuation, that's it. <laughs> 50, I said to fat farms before their wedding to pile on the pounds. If a bride had stomach rolls, stretch marks and overlapping thighs, it signalled her husband was wealthy enough to keep her satisfied. Now, surely. See, this is the thing about how, and I'm going to go into something here, how people, like, there's different different things people find attractive in different cultures, where... Where different body images, like certain people prefer in certain cultures, people prefer people with a bit more weight and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, there's no problem with that whatsoever. No. But yeah. I mean, you can imagine in cold but, countries, you'd really want someone who's got a bit of weight on them. Yeah, exactly. Keep you warm. Although there, there's lots of Russian models, don't uh, skinny. Yeah, I can imagine they don't do very well with cold if they're that skinny. I just wear lots of layers, Connor. Oh. Right, or huddled together. Yeah, like penguins. Rubbed there because they've got really thin legs. They rub them together to start fires like, like I used did. to when I was in the Cubs. That right, was about we're going to go to Scotland episode? now. Yeah. I can't remember now, the number of that one. They hear this through, blackening of the bride. Right, sounds far worse than it, it actually is. Well, it's still quite bad. That's Scottish brides-to-be are taken by surprise by their friends ahead of the big day and pelted with all sorts of rubbish such as curdled milk, dead fish, boiled food, tar and feathers. Tar and feathers? Excellent. She is then tied to a tree. This, this sounds like a stag <laughs> That's do. why we put a wall up. <laughs> and after taking... Taken after being what she's then tied to a tree, and after taken for a night of drinking, the belief is that she can withstand this kind of treatment, she can handle anything that comes her way in her marriage. Um, other question where yeah. did you say this was? Germany, uh, Scotland, Scotland, <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's in Scotland, okay, yeah. Um, that's just a normal night out in Scotland. Yeah, I was say, it? one, it does sound like a stag do, to be perfectly honest. Like, you almost had that happen in your stag do. Oh, um, yeah, minus the curdled milk, dead fish, spoiled food, tar and feathers, yeah. Yep. And you said taken by surprise and had this thrown in. But if it's a tradition, it's not really going to be a surprise, is it? Uh, no, that's very true. All right, thank Saw you. Saw through that one, didn't you? I did. Okay, we're going to go to uh, Portugal now. Oh, that's a quick trip to Portugal. Right, yeah. Oh, no, it's back to the old... <laughs> no, let's not go there. So we stop referencing our Bride episodes. and groom must have an item of seafood concealed about their person, winkle, mussel, <laughs> shrimp, to appease the gods of the sea, because it's a big fishing nation, and help them get through any troubled waters they may encounter. Yeah, I love the fact that it's concealed somewhere on their person. Well, this is about the ceremony. But that sounds very unhygienic <laughs> and not the sort of thing that you want to... She's going off again. Is she? You, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be going off in a minute. I'm not saying your name because that will start you off again. Um, So, sorry, so they conceal it in person. So I can imagine, like, 
it's part of the game is trying to work out where are you where hiding are you? the prawns? <laughs> yeah, where's your winkle? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right. It's like the thing it's I like put in the <laughs> invitation. Yeah. So invitations all over again. I would like to Where's Willie? I would like to sorry, just quickly say to Annie, there is no hidden willies in there. <laughs> They're all around Becky's flat anyway <laughs> that sounds really weird no that sounds terrible the people who previously lived in the flat that she's just bought our other daughters moved into with sam drew things in different places all they, over the they flat keep taking they keep something taking that, things down and finding other pictures and they keep anyway, saying the hidden wagons yeah, things like that anyway china again crying for the groom brides of the tujia people in china are required to cry for an hour at a day, every day, for a month preceding their wedding. We'd be all right that. Ten days into this <laughs> ritual, her mother begins to join her. Then her grandmother. This is thought to be an expression of joy as the women cry in different tones. Like so it's harmony. like an a cappella yeah. wailing. Right. Yeah, well, that's not too bad. I can't see that as being that particularly, particularly odd. But then I'm going to go to Korea. Okay. I don't know which one before you ask me. I like me. the way you say I don't see it as particularly odd. Everyone joining in crying Fine. for days. No, no, it'd be fine. That's what I do in the... Beating the groom's feet. Korean tradition dictates that the groom has his feet beaten with fish or a cane before his first night as a married man you know, I think to I've test seen that before. his true strength and character. I think I've seen something like that before. Have you ever been slapped with a fish? No. No, okay, I have. Carry on. Uh, uh, okay. I don't... <laughs> Hungry. The bride must hold a wooden spoon clenched between her bottom cheeks for the duration of the ceremony <laughs> to provide good luck and so the couple will never go hungry. If I was the groom, I would need to see evidence that the spoon was destroyed and could never be used again. <laughs> that was me that put that on. I can imagine, yeah. Um, so why are you walking so funny down the aisle? You look like you're chewing gum. That kind of situation. No, I'm holding the spoon. So that's hungry. Um... We're whistling through this. Uh, in India, marrying a tree. In parts of India, women born as Mangliks, an astrological combination when Mars and Saturn are both both under the seventh house, whatever, are apparently cursed and thought to be likely to cause their husband an early death. In order to counter this, they must first be married to a tree and a tree cut down to break the curse. I mean, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything uh, about that is sensible. I, yeah, a sensible tradition. Yeah, can't see any problems at all on that. I say, so France... My first girlfriend was a tree. Now, this might be a that little bit... That sounds really weird as well. Yeah, I know. So. This, but this, this, in France, drinking from the toilet. Newlyweds in France were forced to drink leftovers from their wedding out of a toilet bowl. Nowadays, chocolate and champagne, not a good choice chocolate, really, or champagne, to be <laughs> honest, are reason. used as a substitute, but still served out of a toilet. The idea was to give the bride, the groom and groom strength before the wedding night. And to be fair, I think that champagne and, and uh, chocolate was probably for that reason that you're yeah, thinking. Yeah, but it, it seeds. Is this what Maui's been doing? Probably. Forced drink leftovers from the wedding. I mean, there's leftovers, and then there's leftovers of leftovers. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Peru. Oh. Let's go to Peru. Are we doing all right? I just, I've got a few of these. We're we doing okay. okay. S- seven nights before the wedding, the groom has to post pictures of his genitalia through all his future relatives' doors in order to assure them he is fit and healthy and will make a good husband and father. Wow. I think I, I've, there's people that do that in uh, in clubs and stuff like that. People they meet in clubs, they send them pictures of the genitalia to prove they're oh, right, it's more. fit and healthy. Um, apparently, he has to say, Mira mis partes privadas mientras que un puerto puerta no eje, <laughs> no he necesidad de preocuparte más por el novio. Now, I would like to know if anyone who actually... What was that, Spanish? Spanish. I, I yeah. can tell you what it means because I looked it up. Right. See I can my, tell you what it means because I looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> see my privates as they drop through your door. No need to worry about the groom no more. Is that what it was? Yeah. That's a lot shorter than what you said. I wonder if, I'm wondering if anyone who speaks Spanish who potentially listens to this will listen to that and go, yeah, that's not what it said at all. I oh, know. Um, I think you used to have to knock on a door and show them... Um, what, drop your trousers? Yeah, before 
cameras and photocopiers were invented. Right, okay. They do photocopiers. Conscious of time. Sparta, cross-dressing. In Spartan culture, brides would have to shave their heads and dress up like men. That's all I've got. Ireland. (laughs) Feet on the ground. In Ireland, the bride's feet must stay on the floor at all times when she and the groom are dancing. When she and the groom are dancing. (laughs) This is due to the belief that if... uh, The punctuation police really need to come in here. Did you type this? Yeah. This is due to the belief that if they don't, evil fairies will come and sweep her away. Ooh, fairies. Yeah. That's a rather... Anyway. Did you break there? What happened then? I don't know. Iceland. Traditionally, rice or nowadays confetti is thrown at weddings as the bride and groom exit the church registry office. But in Iceland, they throw dried fish eyes. Wet ones would just cause too much of a mess as a celebration of marriage. Now, where you said wet ones would just cause too much of a mess, is that actually what you read, that wet ones were too much of a mess? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I can imagine that making a lot of a mess. What happens to the rest of the fish? I don't know. It's waste. It's a waste, isn't it? Get slapped around other people's faces in in the other wedding that you spoke about. Oh, people's feet. That was it. Yeah, that's people's feet. In Korea, that was, wasn't it? In Korea. Um, What was that? That's the Pesh Mode song, but it wasn't actually what they sing. It's just something like. Really, you shouldn't. So have you just did it in your own. Yeah, Uh, (coughs) and finally, Germany smashing plates. Bring the happy couple in any type of porcelain except glass and then smash them in the belief that it will ward off evil spirits. The couple are then expected to clean up the mess together, learn that married life will not be easy, but by working together they can overcome any challenge. I love the fact that a lot of these have hidden messages, like, not hidden, but you'll do this afterwards, you'll clean up your mess afterwards to show that marriage will be this. And let's be honest, um, if... if you're the only thing you're ever experiencing in your marriage is cleaning up a broken plate, and that's the worst it gets, mm-hmm. then that's a pretty easy marriage, I'd say. Yeah, I would say so. Um, the only other thing I've got here is about the catching of the bride's bouquet or garter. I didn't know they actually did that when she tosses it overhead to see who's I next. The garter to get was more of what the husband does. Yeah, he gets it. Uh, and then he throws it at the groomsman, I think. Oh, right, yeah. But I don't, That seems weird to me, because that's been on your wife's... Yeah. The story behind this tradition is downright dirty. In medieval times, it was considered lucky to get a fragment of the bride's clothing, so hordes of guests would follow the newlywed couple into their wedding chamber after the ceremony and stand around the bed, trying to rip pieces of the bride's gown right off her body. They're expensive. Very traumatising. Because dresses were often torn apart, brides searched for alternatives to preserve their gowns and began throwing their bouquets to distract guests while they made their getaway. (laughs) When the bride and groom made it safely into their wedding chamber, the groom would then crack open the door and toss the bride's garter to the throngs of people waiting outside as as a way of saying that he was about to seal the deal. Because obviously it was all about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah I now mean, what people do is they just sell their socks on eBay yeah and worse yeah. Um, so I don't know I don't know if um, Annie is going to do that throw the bouquet I have no idea obviously we will know by the time this goes out but yeah that's Maybe that's we'll what it's all about and I mean traditionally it's quite a weird thing to do isn't it I mean it's quite it's on telly and films you always see it as the a woman catches it and then her boyfriend sort of pulls a face and all this yeah, sort of Yeah, because it's meant to be that they're the, they're next, the next one to get married. Yeah, but, you know, and it's, that's where it comes from anyway. Um, it doesn't work so if So very weird and wonderful. Right. All of those, don't you think? Yeah, they are. I did make up a couple. Did you actually? Yeah. Oh, right. Is it now I've got to guess which ones you made up? <laughs> I'll just tell you, shall How I? How many did you make up? I made up... Uh, Four of them. Four of them? Mm. Right. Um, the genitalia one. Yep. Right, there you go. <laughs> There's not a rhyme, see by privates as they drop through your door. No need to worry about the groom no more. <laughs> to be fair, because that rhymed in English but did not rhyme in Spanish. I <laughs> know, oh, I didn't think that through, did I? Um, um, yep, so that's Peru. That's not the one, no. Right, sorry to everyone in Peru. Sorry, Peru. Um, Slapping the feet? No, I've heard that one. No, that's, that's true. Yeah, I've heard that one before and I mentioned that at the time. In, uh, in Hungary, the bride 
doesn't have to have a wooden spoon clenched between her bum cheeks. Right. Okay. Right. In Portugal, a bride and groom don't have to have an item of seafood concealed about the person. Right. So all the ones we did had to make jokes on. <laughs> yeah, I know. And in Iceland, traditionally, they don't throw um, fish eyes, dried fish eyes. Right. Um, but all the rest of them are true. Well, you actually thought you know, that through with the... cross-dressing, um, drinking out of a toilet, marrying a tree, beating a groom's feet, crying for the groom, blackening of the bride, fat farms and shooting the bride. Blackening of the bride? Yeah, that's the one in Scotland when they were throwing all rubbish at oh, right, people. Okay. And smashing of plates, feet on the ground. I was going to say that's frowned upon very much these days. Yeah. No, that's why I said it at the beginning, that it's not what it sounds like. So, right. yeah, there you go. There's my little facts about weddings. Ooh. Well, it was so, very fun. Not much use to Annie now because it's she is Mrs. Oh, I can't say surnames, can I? She's Mrs. <laughs> we try to avoid surnames okay. unless we thought. Well, she's Mrs. Necessary. She's Mrs. Now. Yeah, Mrs. Okay. Annie. Yeah, Mrs. Annie. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Excited. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsors. Have you ever been invited? To somebody else's wedding But it just as you're heading Cause you can't afford confetti It's quite distasteful Unnecessarily wasteful But you just have to leave it Right there on the ground There's an answer to your problem And it's not so very drastic Attach some to elastic And it'll come right back to you It will save you tons of money I'm not trying to be funny But you can't afford to miss this opportunity Elastafetti Elastafetti, elasticated confetti It is time for a game. And what have you been preparing this week for us, Dad? What have we been preparing for this this week? Yeah, absolutely nothing. Uh, because no. I prepared. Yeah, I did do the sting for it, though. You did do the sting? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll introduce what it is. Um, so you may have heard of a hit show called Mr. Robinson's, but we're not doing Mr. and Mrs. We're doing Father and his Mrs. Yep. So uh, we're going to play a sting for you and then we'll talk a bit more about it afterwards. Okay. Father and Mrs. Facts about each other. It's all Mrs. Do they know each other at all? Hello and welcome to Father and his Mrs. The Sun, all about how Father of Father and Sundays... And how well he knows his missus. Yes, that was a lovely sting. Thank you. Yes, it was a really, really lovely sting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a game. So I've prepared some questions. Right. Um, now, you aren't aware of the questions. No, I knew kind of what you were going to do, but I'm not aware of what the questions are, no. Yeah, so the idea being is if people aren't familiar with the show, uh, the idea is... is uh, uh, a husband and wife are asked a series of questions and do a series of things for a cash prize. Yeah, for a cash prize, but there is no cash prize. Oh, right. Are you do you still happy to do this though? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week. <laughs> now go on. Um, so there's a, a series of questions. Now, obviously, Mum's not on the podcast. No, she doesn't really listen to the podcast either. No, she's got no I mean, interest. No interest at all. Um, however, she was happy to answer some questions for me a little Good bit earlier. So I've put together some questions to ask you. Okay. Um, some of them will be a bit more like you saying the same thing. Okay. Others will be about yep. what you say about each other. Self-explanatory in the end, I suppose, once you get going. Yep. So uh, we'll start off pretty simple. So number one, where did yep. you where did you meet? Uh, I met your mother at work. Yes. Yes, I met her while we both worked for a bank. Um, and what else? What other information do you need? 
Just when did you meet? Yep, we met met at work. Mum said at work. Yeah, okay. That's one right then. That's one right. Are you taking score? No. All right, should I be taking score? No, I don't have to. No, all right. We'll, we'll just guess how many you okay. got at the end. Number two. Yeah. When did you start dating? So you met. When did we you, start dating? You met because you. What do you know? Do you know when roughly you would have met? Uh, what year it was? Yeah, potentially. Uh, yes, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. So do you know when you started dating then? Mm, we started dating in uh, nineteen ninety. Hang on. We started <laughs> dating in... You're um, going to hate because mum's actually given me a specific date. 1995. Yeah. Uh, a specific date. Well, I know why. Oh, that's a terrible thing that why she knows it as well. Well, I didn't uh, intend for her to give me a specific date, but she gave me a specific date. Is it date. August? Yeah. Um, I can't think what date it was in no, August. actually, I will be honest. She gave me two dates. It could be. Uh, okay. Um... Well, it depends on what you class as, because you, you guys these days, you step out with people. You, you, they're so complicated now. When I, I mean, I you was an step adult out with people. Yeah, no, well, that was an old-fashioned sort of term. But when right. I was younger, you weren't with anybody. Then you asked someone out, so you were going out with them, and that was it, right? So now you have people that go you go through stages don't you you get your for a talking phase talking phase and well you go for a talking phase before but now you 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 term it sort of differently you're you're going out with someone or you're seeing someone yeah you're seeing someone if it's if, if you quite like him you might start seeing each other yeah you're not necessarily saying with so it's official. all very complicated so in answer to your question it was i can't remember when in august it was when it you was start in, dating would be like well, would you actually like to make this official? Well, if like do you really want to know what the way I class boyfriend. it has us starting to uh, date was we had our first kiss. <gasps> you kissed? We did. Oh, my goodness. And is that how she got pregnant with me? No. I then went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know the date she gave me? Yeah, go on. 26th of August, 1995. However, she did say it could have been the 27th if oh, it, was it was just after midnight. Yes, it was quite late. Yes. So is that... in? When you're talking about the kiss? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, um, who said I love you first? That's number three. Wow. Um, I I can't couldn't tell you when. Uh, I would imagine it was me, because that sounds like me. You know what? Mum said probably dad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> sounds like me. I don't even know if mum said it yet. Um, <laughs> no, so... Uh, Sometimes she doesn't say to me, I shout and says, Love you, Mum. She says, okay. Just, okay. <laughs> night. L- love you, night. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> love you, Mum. No. Love you. <laughs> she goes... I know she loves me. Um, yes, no, it was probably me. me. It was probably yeah. me. Yeah, she put probably Dad. So that's three for three so far, because I'm giving you the August 95. Yeah, I think so that I think was pretty good. You were pretty good there. Um, I mean, as long as you... Because you actually got married in 97 as well, didn't you? Yes, we did, yeah. And then the best year of your life, 98, when I was, I was born. Jurassic Park came out. <laughs> so, number four. Yes? Who is more likely to deal with a mouse when I am not available? Oh, right, okay. So, look, I know what this is referring to as well. I think this has been brought up. She would probably say her. I would argue that I would have dealt with that mouse because there was a specific occasion when there was a mouse in there. In, in, in the house, a mouse in the house, in the recycling bin, to be quite honest. Um, and I shouted up and said, do you want a job? And you came down and dealt with it. You said, how, you said to me, how brave are you feeling? Yeah. And I said, all right, I think I was on the toilet at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I always feel braver when I'm on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, and he went, he went, how brave are you feeling? And I went, all right. And he went, well, there's a mouse in the kitchen in the recycling bin. It can't get out. I was wondering if you want to sort it. I was like, well, I can do that. And you were like, were you really? Because you, you were preparing yourself to do it yourself. Um, so I ended up doing it. Um, but I had said to you, I just need to get dressed first. Can it, can it get think, out? So I would say mum, right? But I think what uh, what it was about was I, had, I have no problem with mice. Would you let mum do it, though? Probably not. 
probably I would say no, I'll do it. Do you, do you know what Mum said? She'd probably say that I'd do it because do you know, I, Mum said on. I would offer, mm. as in Mum would offer, but Dad wouldn't let her. Dad wouldn't. You wouldn't let her. No, well, if she and I think that's didn't pretty much fancy what you just it, said. I would have just done it. It's like a lot of things. But, you know, the thing is, so it's just jumping. The difference is, it was jumping a lot. Mum was actually having a look at it. Yeah. And I actually, we took a video of it as well. I don't like anything that suddenly moves. And it's not that yeah, I don't like the particular animal, because I like mice. You know, I don't even have a massive problem with spiders. But when they suddenly shift, it, mm. it makes you jump, you know. Yeah. All right. Okay, fair enough. Number five. So this one's more like, what's the the, the uh, one job he isn't allowed to touch? So is you're not allowed to do, or what's the what's the job she'd prefer you not to do? As in, ideally, it's just she'd prefer to do it herself. Um, is in what would she prefer to do herself? I don't know if it's necessarily what she'd I prefer to do herself. <laughs> it's not necessarily what she'd prefer to do herself. Yep. It's more. Um, she just prefers the way she does it. Oh, st- stacking the dishwasher. Yeah, stacking the dishwasher is the answer. Yeah, because it don't matter. Look, I get up and I go down and I dry all the stuff and I empty it and then I'd stack it up. She restacks it. still it. won't be right. No. So whoever does it now, she restacks no. it. I just sometimes put it in there and I don't care. That, you could put that down in folding clothes. Um, anything, really. Yeah. Number six. Yeah. Who takes longer to get ready? Oh, sorry, um, have you broken? Do you stop for a moment there? Well, I was trying to think, sorry. Am I not allowed a little bit no, of thinking space? Think. Yeah. Um, well, as long as you're not quite for probably, too uh, Probably mum, because she'll do her hair, and I haven't got any. <laughs> but right. um, probably her, but normally we just go somewhere. If we're going out, mum will probably take more time than me to get ready. She said you. <gasps> what is the justification for that? Don't really know. Unbelievable. Went, How can um, we I be? Don't know. We, she went, I'm not too sure. We maybe Dad. No. Twenty five years we'll be married next year. It's like yeah. I don't even know her. Number seven. Yep. Who is in charge when I'm not available? She's always in charge. Yeah, mum put mum. Yeah. Right. Pick a number between one and seven. This is number eight. Uh four. She said four, excellent. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to do it, just see if you'd pick the same number and you did. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> number nine. I can show you as well after if you want, just for proof. Of oh, what right. the that was, that was a strange one. So, number nine. Yes? You're ordering for each other at a Weatherspoons. What do you order? So you're asking, you're answering what you would order for mum, first of all. Oh, uh, oh Weatherspoons. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know whether I don't know what's on a Weatherspoon's menu particularly. I would say Mum would have some sort of hunter's chicken thing or a lamb shank, but I don't think they do lamb shanks. Do you know what drink? Uh, Diet Coke. I'll give w- you that. W- or water, tap water, because I'll, I'll give you that. Mm. She said triple chicken combo because oh, like a chicken, yeah, stack, chicken stack. It's like a couple, three different types of ways of cooking a chicken. I don't know, and um, but she also said depends if she's on a diet. Otherwise, it'd probably be something like a jacket potato mm-hmm. with a Pepsi Max, which I think she's she, a diet coke. Yeah. It, it's um, she d- prefers because they do Pepsi in in Weatherspoons, don't they? Okay, I think she prefers Pepsi Max over diet Pepsi though. And how about? Your answer. See, well, she it for you. I go through stages. They don't do hot dogs anymore in Weatherspoons. No. Uh, I did go through a stage where I used to have a chicken tikka masala. Mm-hmm. Um, and more recently, I will have either a lasagna or a pizza. But I think she would have gone for chicken tikka masala. She went chicken tikka masala with what drink? Uh, with a Coke. Pepsi, Pepsi, yeah, yeah sorry, Pepsi. Right. Yeah, you, you both got each other's. Yeah, see, there you go. Uh, number ten, who is your other half celebrity crush? So, who is Mum's celebrity crush? Uh, I can think of two, uh, which I don't know what it says about me. Um, there's, I'm trying to think. What I, I need to get his surname right. Uh, 
Richard Black Moore, is it? Blackmore, Black I'll give it I'll give it to you. Richard Blackwood. Blackwood, sorry. Yeah. I couldn't think what, I, what To quote what she said, Oh, I don't know, not really anyone. Although Richard Richard Blackwood, he's quite nice. Yeah. She said. And uh So Richard Blackwood is quite nice. I think with Idris Elba, uh, I don't think she's necessarily got too much of a thing. She um, does like him. She likes him, but I think she prefers Richard Blackwood. Yeah. She didn't mention Idris Elba. How about who would she say for you? Oh, who, who do I like? Um, I don't know whether she'd just... I mean, we, we've always laughed about Kylie Minogue. Uh, I don't, wouldn't say particularly Kylie Minogue's... Um, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll say Kylie. I feel like you're going more for Kylie because we literally just watched something downstairs with her on it. Okay. She said it could be any number of people, including Kate Bush, Claire Grogan, Felicity oh, Kendall. Felicity Kendall. <laughs> now, she, she did list more, but yeah. I, I was typing it on my right, phone. So, and I, uh, <laughs> just to put up. some context to that, I think... Kate Bush, I've got a huge admiration for. She's an absolute genius. Um, so yeah, there's the, every, the whole package of Kate Bush was always some things that I thought, well, you know. But when I was younger, Felicity Kendall, because as a young lad, she was just you know, as in when very Felicity cute. Kendall was a young lad. Well, no, not when she was a young lad. I don't know what she was like when she was a young lad. Um, Claire Grogan, yeah. Um, I always liked Claire Grogan, all the images, and then obviously you'd know her from uh, Kachansky and uh, yeah. Red Dwarf. Um, the yeah, older version. Was getting, you know, I've not really got... I've only got eyes for your mum anyway. I think pretty much both... She said with both of you, it was like, well, I don't know, but... Yeah. If it had to be. Um, who is better at parallel parking when I'm not available? I would say me. When you're not available? Yeah. Um, well, no, that's a bit of a weird one then. I I can't I can't park mum's car. I have real trouble. And, and I think the real reason that I have such a problem with it is because it's got all the cameras and everything in it. Mm. And I get put off by that. If I was just to switch all that off and then park, I'd be all right. I park my car in spaces that aren't even big enough for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I would say, well, that sounds a bit funny, but I would say me. Well, mum said mum because of your thing with her car. Yeah. She said, if it's my car, he can't, he struggles parking that. Yeah, I do struggle parking. Um, it's one of these things. We live on a, at a road that's still parked oh, all up it one way. It's a nightmare. You have to parallel park. It's a big thing, especially where we live. But it's quite well, common. I, I guess the, the only reason I say that is that that we all have to just learn it. And we'll I learn drive. It, it well. I drive a van mm-hmm. from a job, and I can put that in spaces that. Uh, and He's a that's, postman. That's far bigger than mum's car, but yet I still have problems with mum's car. It is yeah. just mum's car as well. Yeah, yeah. I can park your one, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can go on a romantic holiday anywhere. Where do you pick? Venice. Mum said Venice. Yeah, we went to Venice. Uh, once before it was absolutely wonderful everything that you think it's going to be alright number 13 you keep going on the same roller coaster until one of you is sick who is sick first Um, I think probably see I wouldn't mum wouldn't go on the same roller coaster over and over but again but this is a situation we have to right okay it's a competition Uh, mum mum said mum yeah what is the roller coaster uh oh um I will point out the first roller first thing mum said wasn't a roller coaster, so I made her change her answer. Yeah, no, mum doesn't like other sorts of stuff, does she? She doesn't like um drops and things. She initially like. said mission space, which is an epic. Oh yeah, blimey. Well that's touching. But you go. need to pick a roller coaster. A roller coaster that would make us feel that. Um ones that go backwards aren't too clever. I mean Everest would be uh, quite a challenge. I'm trying. You're, as soon as you say it, I think, oh yeah, of course. I mean, I don't really have an issue with any of them, particularly. Uh, no, I'm going to say Everest. All right, she said Hulk. 
if I'm honest, oh, I think that's one of the first ones you could think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just to get rid of you because you yeah. didn't want to talk to you anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty rapid anyway, isn't it? And that, it goes over, that you do a few loops and things. Yeah. So that would make, certainly make you, uh, everything wash around inside you. Mm-hmm. Number 15, who would win in a fight? Can I just go back? Everest, I said about Everest because we were there in the evening last yeah, time we, we went, it. and we yeah. went it twice, one art straight after the other, we and it goes backwards. Three times. Three times. And the third time when I got off, and you said, do you want to go on there? And I had to go and sit somewhere for a little while to get some air, because I was starting to feel rough. Yeah. So that's why I said that. Anyway, sorry. That's fine. I accept your answer. <laughs> uh, number 15, who would win in the fight? Dad or Ian Bill? So you or Ian Bill from EastEnders? Is that because you think he's my doppelganger anyway? I just just trying to come up with interesting questions. Uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but yeah, I could take him. Yeah, mum said you could take him as well. So what is your other half? So what is mum's favourite shop? Tiger Tiger. Mm. Or Lakeland. Or... trying to think um once you've picked one yeah um i'm not going to tell you the answer just yet okay um one of our favorite shops to go in is i think it's called tiger tiger isn't it it's just called tiger i think the is it thing it's tiger with. tiger a club somewhere <laughs> i don't know um uh okay based on the way you answered that i'm gonna say um Lakeland. Okay. And what's your favourite shop? Uh, it'd probably be... Well, I, a sports shop these days, so it'll end up being somewhere like Sports Direct because <laughs> I get loads of stuff from there. All right. But I'd, I'd quite like going to places that sell... Uh, collectibles and things like that. So, so next question: Who is most likely to spend the most money in their respective shop? I think Mum would spend it because the things would be more expensive in her shop. But if I buy a pair of trainers, that eclipses everything anyway. So probably me. All right. So Mum said that her favourite shop she was in between Tiger or IKEA. Ah, oh, right. Went with okay. IKEA I didn't think like, oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. I wasn't she said, thinking of that. She said. A, Oh, I don't know. Um, he used to be go outdoors, and then she went. But I don't know what it is now. Um, and she sat. Said, I went. Well, what do you think it is now? And she went. Oh, go outdoors. We'll stick with that. So it's, she went with go outdoors. Well, no, I get that because it was. I used to love going in there. And then she said that she'd spend the most money in a respective shop well, because she it'd would be if IKEA. you went IKEA. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, got a few more to get through. Okay. Um, probably try and get through them relatively quick. Okay. Quick fire. Well. Relatively, you don't have to go too fast. But okay, yeah. non-quick Num- fire. Number 18, fire. who would win in a game of ex- extreme Scrabble when I'm not available? Why is it when you're not available? Well, as if I'd you were going to win it anyway? Yeah, I'd clearly be better no at chance. some of these things. Um, mum can spell. Extreme Scrabble, yeah. Yeah, mum can spell. Uh, she said you. Oh. I think more of the English side of things. Like- oh yeah, I might have the vocabulary... Yeah. I, but I can't actually you can spell, like spell or say it. Spell vocabulary. Yeah. Um, number 19, you're mm. both in a maze. Who gets out first? Mum. Yep, she said mum. I'll still be in there if get she lost. didn't help me, yeah. Um, I've got no sense of direction. I get I get lost in Lakeside Shopping Centre. If I just come out on a different floor, I don't know whether I've got to go left, right or whatever. Or up or down. Up or down. Um, number 20. This is the last proper question. Okay. Number 20. If you could relive any moment from your time together, yes. when would you choose? Ooh. I'm not being too specific with time and date. It can be like a moment. Well, I think we've, a, already a talked, we've already talked about um, getting married. So I think when mum walked down the aisle when we got married and I turned and looked at her. It's so uh, kind of your wedding day kind of thing. Well, wedding day, but particularly seeing her for the first time in a wedding dress and just, you know, it was just sort of incredible. Um, 
I nearly passed out. I know you're our son and you might reach for a bucket now. But the first time we kissed because we were friends and people around us couldn't work out why we we weren't a couple because we used to go around together and do things together. Mm. But because it was complicated, we wasn't really admitting that to each other. And, yeah, it, and that a was very a very th- young daughter. At the time. Yes, yes. So um, we uh, that was that was an incredible moment because we both went our separate ways then and as I say I went on a holiday I was going on a holiday with a friend of mine the next day to uh, Euro Disney (laughs) Uh, or Disneyland Paris as it's now called Um, so it was a really strange thing you know but yeah that's I I guess that they're the and and obviously when you were born as well there's a really good answer there mum went with honeymoon yeah yeah, no, that was that was special. It was yeah. special. And I've got one more bonus question. Yep. Uh, try and... Yeah. It's not going to be who's your favourite son, is it? Or? No, it's... Have you got any advice for maintaining a happy 24-year-long marriage? Wow. Oh, advice. Probably not the one to give it. Um, just... Take time. Just... Don't expect everything to always be wonderful. And that's not sort of playing down, but, you know, two people, two very different people, you know, you might think you've got uh, quite a few things in common, but you might not have everything in common. Two people are making a life together. It's never going to be simple, but it's about going back to why you're together in the first place and kind of cutting out all of the other nonsense that goes on around you. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Mum said, do as you're told, as in dad. <laughs> and she also said, talk to each other. Yes. Well, that is, communications is is key. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps up my little oh, There you go. I don't think we did too bad. No, that was, that was pretty good. So that's it then. Yeah, that's it for this week as well. So, I mean... Thanks for your quiz. Thank you for answering the quiz and thank you for mum for joining as yes. well. Um, I think it's just worth just mentioning a couple of little things just before we Go, finish yeah. off. Uh, so just first, I'm going to do the whole ramble that I normally do first and then we'll just say those things. So first of all, got our website. Now we have had a message on there and I want to point out to whoever the anonymous person is, I know who you are, um, we haven't forgotten your message but we'll be reading that next week because we are quite short on time this week. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. However, if you have also got uh, messages for us or something you want to comment on, complain, uh, send suggestion, question, we've got our website, which the anonymous person has done and Andrew did and Sam's done previously and stuff like that. Um, I've got a website, fatherandsundays.com. If you go to the contact page, we've got a contact form there. It would send it directly to an email, which is purely for... Uh, contact forms so it doesn't get lost it's easy for us to find it means we can talk about it means we can discuss it and yeah uh, just with that as well the website's great for other things as well it's fatherandsundays.com just to clarify great for you can go and select all our episodes on there it also uh, tells you where our podcast is also available um, as well as on the website uh, you can also uh, see some some blog posts which we do intend to update a bit more in the near future got an about us page so you can see about us but we've also got a store on there as well which really does help if you did want to there's free shipping when you spend over 30 pounds and yeah it really does help us out a lot with keeping this podcast going because we really do enjoy it we hope you do too uh We've our podcast, as I said, available on a number of different platforms. Choose whichever one you'd like to and listen on there. Certain ones you can leave a review on, which would be great. As well as that, we've also got our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us on those. Follow us on there. Like us on there. You can also send things on there as well if you do wish to as well. I think that's it. That is it. Yeah. Okay. So with all that being said... The big thing I want to say is from from past Connor and Dad to future Annie and Chris, congratulations. Congratulations. 
It was, we loved it. Yeah, it was a really it was, good day. It was one of the best days of my life. Yep. Um, and yeah. All the best for the future. Yeah. Health and happiness. Enjoying your honeymoon. Yep. Have a great time and we'll see you real soon. See you real soon. Yeah. All right then. To everybody else, bye bye. Goodbye then. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.